Why? Why? If you Why? have T-Mobile 5G home internet, you might be hearing this Why? a lot. Why? Every time your internet slows down during the busiest hours. Why? Why? Because your network gives priority to cell phone users. Why? Why? Good question. Why not switch to Cox Internet with two times faster download speeds than T-Mobile 5G home internet during peak hours? Okay. Stop the whys and visit cox.com slash 5G home for details. T-Mobile prioritizes certain T-Mobile phone users over home internet users during times of congestion. Celebrate and save at Ashley's anniversary sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. So, Bob, I'll represent the question to you both in a streamlined form. How far are the Steelers from being where these teams are, from participating in championship weekend? I think pretty far. I mean, they've got to make a lot of big moves this offseason. Uh, they have an, a defense that still can be very impactful as long as they're not on the field as much as they tend to be on the field with an offense that struggles. And when you have older guys, that does take a toll. So – you know, I, I also I also think they need more impact receivers. Impact receivers. I Deontay Johnson to me falls short of that. George Pickens could be, but we haven't seen enough of it on a consistent basis. I want you you need guys, and man, there are a lot of them been drafted this year as rookies who came right in, and, and you can argue it's the system, and I do agree with that. I think the system will allow freedom in terms of guys down the field, but. They got to come up with bigger plays down the field. They haven't had a lot of them, and they need them. Well, I mean, obviously the quarterback is the number one thing, but I mean they got holes in inside linebacker, defensive line, secondary. I think, and I'm with you at the wide receiver position. Um, I think Pickens has a chance to be really good, but it all starts with the quarterback, Joe. I mean, it's just I know you, you keep, it all comes. He makes the, up for a lot you, you of keep sins. To beat that dead horse to death. The dead horse to death, that makes sense. Um, but it, that that's it is, and and maybe, you know, we'll find out if, if either of the two guys they have will benefit from a new coordinator. Who knows? Well, that's the key to me <clears throat> also is having an actual, you know, system here that these other teams appear to have. Look at what Todd Munkin has done with Baltimore. Now, they also got it right. Finally, with a receiver, it looks like, with Zay Flowers, He's right? really good. And I was looking at how these teams are built. So you have Munkin as your offensive coordinator. Mike McDonald, we mentioned. Popular, dynamic guy interviewing for tons of head coaches, head coaching openings. And then look at some of the stars and where they got them. <clears throat> Lamar, they got 11 picks after where the Steelers took Pickett years earlier. They struck gold with a likely two-time MVP. Kyle Hamilton, the 14th pick this year. Roquan Smith, the Steelers should have and could have traded for him very easily. They got him. Do you guys remember what the trade was? Either one of you? You wrote what about it. What they gave the Bears? That. What? I forget. A second and a fifth. Yeah. For Roquan they Smith. Now they knew they had to sign him. That was the whole right. sticking point. Man, Mark Andrews. Did I mention him? Third round. Uh, He's coming back this week, by the way. Tyler Linderbaum in the in the center of their offense. They got five picks after Kenny Pickett. 
Isaiah Likely. They got the pick after Calvin Austin. Yeah, how about that? That's that's a play that you look back on, and when you analyze drafts, at the time, most people didn't know either of them, really. Like, who are these guys? But you make those picks. Those guys know who are making the picks. And, man, that – Matabuike led all defensive linemen in sacks this year with 13. Third round. So, and they had a, they had more sacks than anybody this year. Rob? But a lot of these teams do that. You look at San Francisco. I was looking at this article where you know about Purdy where he was drafted. Yeah. But Kyle Huszczak was a free agency they signed. Debo Samuel was a second-round pick. George Kittle was a fifth-round pick. Yes. Aaron Banks a second-round pick. Yes. Their defense mostly is not first-round picks. They did make a trade for Trent Williams, and they made two trades. That one for a left tackle, a stud, they gave up a third and a fifth, and then Christian McCaffrey, who they gave up a second, third, fourth, fifth. Exactly. They, they, they haven't been afraid to, to pull it. the trigger. And they also spend money on – Hargrave was a free agent signing. Yeah. Ward, the cornerback, was a free agent signing. They've just been brilliant, and and they still haven't got it done. I do that. That's a fact. It's hard, but to get I would it take done. <laughs> what was it four NFC championships yeah. in five years. I don't think people, you know, the the very upset segment of this fan base. There's always going to be people who are upset if you don't win the Super Bowl, but I think people would be okay if the Steelers were making runs. In the playoffs, once about in a winning while. a game. Yeah, like, forget a run. Winning one game. Yeah, which kind of is a run? You know, you win one, you get to the divisional round. You're playing this weekend, final eight, elite eight. They can't even get that done right now. I'd be real happy if the 49ers were my team right now. I go to huge games all the time, every year. And then you look at Kansas City. And the way they've built their team, they made a brilliant move to trade up and draft Patrick Mahomes. They got it right. Nine other teams got it really wrong in mm-hmm. front of them. Really wrong. Notably, the Bears, who took Trubisky. They got Mahomes with the 10th pick. They traded up to get him. When the Steelers traded up to get a 10th pick, it was for Devin Bush. Devin Bush. <laughs> and then you look mm-hmm. at Willie Gay, Chris Jones, who's a stud. Second-round picks. Creed <laughs> Humphrey. Creed Humphrey. Eight picks after Pat Fryermuth. Right. Nick Bolton, three picks after Fryermuth. He's a great play of 23 tackles in the playoffs. So yeah, good, think, how I good think, would Ed Humphrey look in the middle of their line? Real good. Now? Especially real now. Good. They need, they're going to have to go out and find somebody else, I think. Legereus Sneed, who's a top, what, three cover corner did you say, in the did NFL? Did say he gave up his first touchdown last night? Yes, on a ridiculous throw and catch. Right. Third, fourth round, Legereus Sneed. How about, while we're at it, that throw – Allen made was unbelievable how good it was to that guy right? ridiculous I mean he Shakir. just put it yeah. Shakir is a good right, player but yeah. he He's, just put it right uh, there but they were also missing Gabe Davis that's a big loss two years ago he had four touchdowns in KC they needed him and they and he's a big play guy for them and then George Karlaftis, who had ten and a half sacks but you know the, Purdue. The they Friar got Mo- him they got him 10 picks after picket the Friar move thing is okay by me as long as they Focus on him a little bit more. They can't go through games where he's targeted once. You know, uh, I mean, yeah. I mean, he's a good player. He is. I don't know that I'd resign him to a big deal. And I, I think this isn't hindsight either. I think a lot of people said then you need a center. A tight end is kind of a luxury pick to me. Yeah, Especially but, at that point, they what they had Eric Ebron at that point. Right? They didn't have yeah. a whole bunch. I in thought. That I thought. I remember writing. I thought Frarmuth was a luxury pick. It's exactly not what he was. Not necessarily. Doesn't mean he's not a good player. No, no. But, I mean, does he remind you of Kelsey or Kittle or those no, guys? No, plus the he's two not guys a good blocker. That, the two guys that Buffalo have, they're very good. Kincaid is really good, yeah. B- bad pick. 
would be my point. Now, this last draft, it looks like the Steelers got very right. So that's a start for sure. Let's go to the phone lines. 928-9370. Weigh in on any and all of this. Go ahead, uh, Nelly. We have Daryl in Houston, Texas. Hey, Daryl. Hey, good morning, guys. Good conversation. You probably you stole a lot of my thunder uh, in regards to what I was going to talk through. And But here's what I'll say that I saw this weekend. I saw elite coaching, not good coaching. I saw elite coaching on multiple fronts, play sequencing, design, you know, just schematics. So to answer your question, if you, if you have that level of coaching and you can design plays, I mean, there only the, the Josh Allen and probably Mahomes and Jackson showed you elite physicality, but the other, other quarterbacks, they were just making plays within the constructs of their, of their, of their system that were just elite. And I was like, man, there's no, we have no shot playing against these type of teams as we currently stand. Man, I'll now, say this, Daryl. Three of the final four here are Kyle Shanahan, Ben Johnson, who everybody believes is an incredibly bright offensive mind, and Andy Reid. You have three, three of the top Hall. offensive minds, and, and Munkin has come in and done a great and Munkin, job. Yeah, and, and and think about this for a second, guys. Let me go to one play. It was the same play that that the, the Chiefs ran against Philadelphia in the Super Bowl with that fake. It was that four for one play that Buffalo called when they faked the guy in motion, came back around, he was wide open. I'm like, man, we. I said that. That's just. That's just filthy. Yeah, that was a great so, play call. I love I, that call. Just, so, so, so I will say this. Give me a quick second. I'm a little bit taken aback by people saying that Tomlin needs an extension to attract a very high end OC. That's not how it works in the NFL. These guys are not wired that way. And I got examples. Kellen Moore. He went to, to the Chargers. You think because that guy had multiple years on his contract, he can't, he cared? Eric Bieniemy, you mentioned him. You think Rob Rivera wasn't under the gun? These guys are only looking for two things, maybe three. One, how much are you going to pay me for how long? Two, do I have full authority and autonomy for, my, for, for, for running that offense? And three, can I bring a few guys with me? And that third variable is probably, you know, that's more negotiable. But to say, how hey, about do I, I have a quarterback, Daryl? That's a high on the list too. It, but they they think they can they think they can go to and get the prison guard to play quarterback. I don't know about that. I don't know if I believe that or not. Plus, I mean, Tomlin. I mean, you know, Tomlin's going to be here whether he gets the extension or not. Right. And, so and Art has already it. said he's going to get it. Players change in the league on the drop of a dime. I'm not going to say, "Hey, Ron, I'm making five hundred thousand dollars as a position coach right now." And I have a two-year contract. That's a million dollars. I'm going to go to the Steelers and say, hey, what do you guys offer me? We're going to offer you 1.3 or 1.5 for three years. That's four I do, I do agree that, that they better pay up here. We appreciate exactly. the call, Daryl. They better, right. they better you, pay Darryl, up. Daryl, have a good day. They could bring and, in and a passing coordinator. They could, whoever the offensive coordinator wants to bring in, they should be open to. Yeah. They, 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 and, and whatever the cost is, the cost is, period. Right. I mean, they turned Brock Purdy in San Francisco into you know what looked like a high-end quarterback almost immediately when he, he, he so you brought his name up what would you do with him financially moving forward you don't have to do anything now just wait Purdy? yeah just wait yeah i think there's a lot yet to prove he seems like he's has blow up capability doesn't he well i think all these quarterbacks do there are games that oh, they all played this year where you can say that but yeah i mean he's but he's also been a pretty smooth operator to the point where he was in a discussion for mvp just a couple Three weeks quarters ago. of the yeah. way into the season. Yeah. So, How about that game? This uh, Did I read it? It's the first time ever 
a first overall pick against the last overall pick. Yep. In a, in a, in and a he was the only game. guy who wasn't a first-round right, pick. Right, they all were first-round picks. What I mean by blow upable, Bob, is, is career-wise, <laughs> uh, you know, Josh Allen, Lamar Jackson, Patrick Mahomes, name them, Joe Burrow, all these guys, they, they, he's not near there yet. Even if, even if he wins a Super Bowl, I don't think he's there if yet. If you believe in him right now, and if you approach him because he doesn't make a lot of money and say, we'll give you a deal. Do you believe in him right now? Uh, I do. Do you, Ron? Not as much as he does. But, but, but I mean, I if mean, you could sign him to that a deal, that would be. Is that system or is he that good? I mean, there have been times he's shown me he's that good. How about if he wait? Good, how about if he wins times. the Super Bowl this year? And maybe he's not the reason, but he didn't screw it up. He played well enough. You know, my, my point with you, if you're the 49ers and John Lynch, you may want to say, okay, we're going to sign him now because if he has another good year like this, he's going to put himself into a category we're going to cost, and we can still go out and spend money to add to our team. Yeah. Well, they're already talking Jordan Love is going to make huge money now in Green Bay among the top-paid quarterbacks. Well, he's at a different strata because he waited for three years, so his contract's up. That's not Brock Purdy. Brock I think still he's has, better than Brock Purdy. I do, too. But but I, and I didn't think I'd say that because I wasn't sure what they were doing, you know. Draft I, when they drafted him, I thought they need more. They're they're a team on the cusp of winning. Aaron Rodgers is still operating at very high efficiency. That's probably why he got mad. First round pick on a quarterback who may not play here for three years, which is what happened, and then he gets the opportunity. They saw something in him, obviously, but I still maintain they could have used that pick for something that would have helped them win a Super Bowl. They were close. This is a disaster. <laughs> What if Tomlin was wrong with Kenny Pickett? You just keep rewarding him with contract yeah, extensions? Shouldn't shouldn't did you, he have been? Did you been... notice his answer when he was? He said, "This is a big, a huge yeah, year." He, he, he emphasized the huge. word "huge." Let's yeah. be very clear about what happened. But that's not an encouraging sign, by the way. No, it's not because he's saying this is it, and if it doesn't work, where are we? You know. Yes, and it was him who got it wrong. Yes. Was that grammatically correct? There's no way for people who think Kevin Colbert, here, Mike, here's your quarterback for the next 10 years. I'll see you. I'm retiring. That's Tomlin's guy, Tomlin's pick, Kenny Blanken Pickett. And I think that, that – that, I uh, say that as member Tomlin said that at the end of the But also game. I think to support that argument is that Colbert was leaving. Uh, I don't think Mike Tomlin would have chosen – not to have his say in that first round. It was his, He's leaving, right. so therefore this is my pick. quarterback. It was yeah. his pick, too. I don't think there's a question that it was his pick. And what he said the other day, let's make no mistakes about that. He basically said, we have a quarterback that we want to challenge. There's always challenges, something like that in this business. No, there's not. You really don't want a quarterback who's going to be challenged. You want a quarterback who, regardless of what happens, he's still your quarterback. Exactly. He said he has a quarterback that he wants competition for. You think Mason comes back? I think there's about a 60% chance. You? I'm not sure the rest of the league is, is as enamored with Mason as some of us are here. As a backup, I'm sure a lot of them would be. Maybe. I don't know if he comes back. Does he have a legitimate chance to win the job? I don't. Based think on so. the answer as Tomlin as, gave the other day, I, I'd say no. I don't think so. I don't think so. I think Pickett. He said it. No, Pick. but Ron, I agree with what you said last week. How often is there a legitimate camp right. competition, and and how exactly do you divide it up there? Right. How, how do you stage a legit one? Unless somebody gets hurt, you know. I mean, you're right. You don't. I don't. I think Pickett is the guy coming into camp next year.
Tom? I mean, that's well, what he, he said. Well, he already said that. He said it. Yeah. He said he's QB1, so. Well, he's the only one on the roster that we know yeah, of for but he, sure. But he, also, but he was asked to see your guy, number yeah. one guy, right? Yeah, that he could have said, well, question. we, you know, Mason comes back, it's it's wide open. But didn't he We're say not... yes, but there'll be competition and it's great? But he said yes to the question. Was he QB1? Yeah, but that, he has to say yes to that because he doesn't know. He's, he might be the only guy on his roster right now. But if he's he differentiated between him and Rudolph, though. He was then asked, would Rudolph be the competition? And he said yes. And he so was one guy is one and one guy so. is two. But again, how, how much of a competition can you have when Rudolph did it in three must-win games and then in the first round at Buffalo where the stakes couldn't have been higher for them? They had to win all those three. You're going to tell me that's less impactful than having a good uh, training camp day at Latrobe? I don't know. They they ran a hoax of a competition a few years ago. It was Mitch Trubisky's job from day one. From day one. And I think we all learned, because we did these games on the preseason, that we have to take it with a grain of salt. It's good to, to look good, but it doesn't necessarily translate all the time. I mean, I'm trying to find the exact quote he said. It, it was essentially that, was there's always going to be competition at any position. No, there's not. There's not. There's no competition there's, for TJ Watt. There's, there's 20 no teams in the NFL right. who have no competition for their starting quarterback, and that's what you need to have. It was it was the most lukewarm endorsement of a starting quarterback that you're ever going to get. Yeah, he is, but we're going to have somebody come in and compete with him, and next year is a huge year. You're basically saying, I might have got this wrong, and, and there doesn't seem to be any ramification if Tomlin did get it completely wrong on his coordinator and his quarterback. You're looking into next season, there's going to be zero competition in Buffalo, Miami, Baltimore, Cleveland, Cincinnati, Houston, Jacksonville, Kansas City, Chargers, Cowboys, Eagles, probably the Giants, Lions, Packers, Bears. Oh, my, Ron. <laughs> Do you want me to keep going? No, 49ers, that's, Rams, that's Cardinals. The, that's the point. You have established guy, and no matter what happens, he's your established guy. I mean, that guy. just jumped off the page. Like, yeah, of course there's going to be competition at starting quarterback. Why? Nobody else has it who takes themselves seriously, right? Yeah. No, I know. Will there be competition? Legitimate competition? I don't think so. Unless they go out and get a, a fairly big-name veteran. But here's the other piece of that equation, Ron. If I'm Rudolph or any other quarterback coming in here, Tomlin has shown not only will he bench Pickett, he'll bury him. Pickett has shown he's not yet a bona fide NFL starter. Those two factors, plus money, would say Pittsburgh for a backup quarterback could be a great place. Right. Yes. Except for his previous experience here where he was buried for a year and a half. But, but he the might other, not think the other he'll still that... get a fair shot to sp- Despite what Tom, he's not getting a fair shot in camp, so he has to know that. And just have to wait for Pickett to either get hurt, which he's done, or falter, which he's done. uh, That's why I pick apart this whole thing from last season. If Mason Rudolph and his agent thought they were getting a fair shot, no matter what the Steelers said, they were both idiots. They went out and signed an expensive free agent, relatively in Trubisky, and drafted a guy twentieth overall. You think you're actually in a competition there? No. And they never were. No. They couldn't have been surprised by that. And there's worse things than making a million or two for carrying around a clipboard. And so not get hurt. I'm not so sure he was as poorly mistreated as everybody thinks. He should have been in the lineup earlier this year, though. Yeah, I agree with that. Based on what you knew of Mitch and what he, you know, his tendencies are, 
which are the throw in the coverage and get intercepted. But Mason's going to have to decide where, who's giving me the most money. Is it all about short-term money? And, and where will I get the best shot to maybe start? I can't imagine there's a better better position, I mean, you mentioned better the New position York, backup quarterback here than anywhere else in the NFL to start next season. Yeah, you mentioned the New York Giants. And uh, while they do have Daniel Jones under a lot of money, got injured, but, I, you know, I don't know. That seems to me like a lot of people in New York are not happy. Weren't happy with that signing. Weren't happy with what he did. They bringing back Danny DeVito? I don't know. Tommy DeVito's pretty easy. Every he time was, I see him in those commercials, I laugh. I don't know. You're right. There are not, there are not many. This would be the most – and he'll get he'll get a substantial raise, which he should be happy with, you know, if that's the case. That's I what this know. season proved, that this, he could be more of a backup than what I think the Steelers originally thought he was. Yeah, I hear that. And, and part of me does want to see Pickett in a new system. I do want to see that. Mm-hmm. I want to see them bring in somebody – that everybody in the league looks at and says, wow, look at the system that guy's running. It feels like it's been a long, long, long time since that happened around here. But I was also a little bit surprised that he said he wants someone who's had that experience, which there are a lot of guys, and all you have to do is look no further than all these rosters, coaching rosters I'm talking about, where um, Matt LaFleur and Kyle Shanahan were on it together, not as offensive coordinators, but they were on off and they got opportunities because of it. There are some good young minds out there, but if you exclude them because you want someone who's done it before, now you're limiting the I pool. know, I don't really – that was an interesting comment. Although Clint Kubiak, I thought he fell in that category. He actually was the Vikings offensive coordinator in 21. Right, so and that's why I like him. That would be the guy I would qualify. go after. Yeah. How many Kubiaks are there out there? Like Almost three, as many right? as LaFleur's. I think so. Where is Mike LaFleur these days, Bob? The other LaFleur. Not Matt and not Guy. Did you see what Matt said about his kicker? Ronaldi said during the game? No. The kicker missed the 41-yard, yeah. right, for the Packers. He basically said, uh, yeah, during the week, LaFleur told me that when he goes out to kick, all oh, yeah. I do is pray. Just pray. Yeah. And he also said. <laughs> That's, That's a good a thing good to have. Comment. But he also said. Why is he on your they're team? They're committed to him because he's a rookie. And right. they like him. And they're, he's going to, you know. Stubborn. Stubborn. They didn't want to be wrong. They had Mason Crosby. How can you send out a kicker who's missed the most kicks in the NFL, Bob? And, and double down and say he's our guy well, what moving are you forward. Doing? I don't know. It's a big part of the game. And then he can't be surprised when he misses. There was one part of the game this weekend in all the games that I absolutely love that I'll tell you guys about in a minute. Nelly tells me we have lit lines. Why don't we get to one or two, Nelly? We have Doug in Monroeville. Hey, Doug. Hey, Joe. Hey, Ron. Hey, Bob. Um, I just want to give you guys a comparison, I think, um, what Pickett and Mason Rudolph would be. Uh, I think Pickett's ceiling is Case Keenum when he played for Minnesota. And I think Rudolph's ceiling is Jacoby Brissett. Um, so I guess my question is, if you had the best offensive coordinator you can get, could you win a playoff game starting? Well, Case Keenum did on the miracle. Can you, that's, that would be, can you win a Super Bowl with Case Keenum or Jacoby Brissett? It, no matter who's coaching, if Bill Walsh is coaching them, can you win with those type of quarterbacks? Not in my opinion. You I mean, asked nor, two very different questions. Nor there. Pickett, nor nor with Pickett or uh, Mason. I don't yeah. think so either. Yeah, I, I you know, if you had the two thousand Ravens, maybe uh, in their defense, or the seventy six Steelers, or something seventy five Steelers, seventy four Steelers. 
But no, well, you you asked two questions though. Can you win a playoff game with that guy? And can you win a Super Bowl? A lot of guys win playoff games. Who was yeah, the guy so for the Bears a few years ago? Remember that guy who started the NFC title game oh, the year for the Bears? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Caleb, Haney. Caleb Haney, didn't he start an NFC? Yeah, one of them guys. Yes, so some, my, somebody my, just like that. My thing is I don't think the Steelers I still remember Skylar Thompson almost. When, if Watt would have played, I mean, it, people make this excuse where, oh, next man up, standard is a standard. You You can't put that on when you're talking about an all-pro, all like an Aaron Donald, Lawrence Taylor-type player. When that person plays, it completely changes your defense. So when you have Watt in there, I think they can get by if they did have, say, a Baker Mayfield-level quarterback in up. That's um, a great question. Up. Thank you for yeah. bringing up that name, and I'm going to bring it up next. Baker's here. a little bit better than Jacoby Brissett and Case Keenum. I think Jacoby Brissett is – I think you could win it. A lot of guys win a playoff game. A lot of guys. Except here in Pittsburgh. And I think either one of these two guys could win a playoff game. Pick Brad it Johnson or Rudolph. won a Super Bowl. But that's a pretty low bar, right? That's a very low bar. The question is, can you win a championship? I don't think so with either one of these guys. But he brought up Baker Mayfield. I got a question for you guys next. Bob has a showdown. Top of the hour. Going to get into some Penguins talk. Some things that Bob Nutting said – to Jason Mackey that stood out to me. Uh, South Hills Kia fan Twitter brought to you by South Hills Kia, Peters Township. Visit them at southhillskia.net. Edgar Snyder and Associates fan text line brought to you by Edgar Snyder and Associates, a personal injury law firm where they always say there's never a fee unless we get money for you. We talk to Doug Whaley every Wednesday, but you can have dinner, drinks, and cigars with him during a private dinner at Ala Familia Blue Pearl Cigar Lounge on January 29th. You get a great dinner, wine, and cigars in the lounge along with unfiltered conversation with a former NFL GM. Call Ala Familia today and reserve a space, 412-488-1440. In the meantime, Gina G. and Petro, I want to tell you a little story of Sam and Mary. I think that's the story for the day. How often are you giving someone a perfect review? Probably happens pretty rarely, but Sam and Mary from Crafton were so happy with Gina. They gave her five stars. They say Gina was awesome to work with, helpful in negotiations with her experience, her honesty. And that's all what she brought to the table, her experience for Sam and Mary. She gave them a realtor they could trust. She had their backs the entire time, every step of the process. They think she did a perfect job. And whether you're buying or selling a home, they can tell you. Gina gets the job done. First of all, you can't lose. She sits down with you. You agree on a price and a deadline. Deadline passes. Home isn't sold. Gina will have it bought and turned into a rental. Call the only agent I would trust if I needed to sell my home in Pittsburgh. Gina G. and Petro of Remax Select Realty. Call Gina, 724-602-9752. Google G. and Petro of Remax Select Realty and look up GinaWillSellYourHome.com. That's GinaWillSellYourHome. Com. Selling a little or a lot. 
Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage, to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is here to help you grow, whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits. Shopify helps you sell everywhere, from their all-in-one e-commerce platform to their in-person POS system. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify has got you covered. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 15% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms. And sell more with less effort thanks to Shopify Magic, your AI-powered all-star. Shopify powers 10% of all e-commerce in the U.S. And Shopify is the global force behind Allbirds, Rothy's, and Brooklinen, and millions of other entrepreneurs of every size across 175 countries. Plus, Shopify's award-winning 24-7 help is there to support your success every step of the way. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash odysseypodcast, all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash odysseypodcast now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash odysseypodcast. How powerful is Cox Internet? Powerful enough to let your band members in Vegas, Phoenix, and Rhode Island jam like you're all in the same garage. Get Cox Internet powered by fiber with America's fastest download speeds. It's Internet built for tomorrow, today. Cox, always building better. Cox Internet is connected to the premises via coaxial connection. Speeds vary and are not guaranteed. Cox terms and other restrictions may apply. Analysis by Ookla speed test intelligence data. Fixed median download speeds. USQ3 2023. Celebrate and save at Ashley's anniversary sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of colors starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. Daryl from Houston asking about quarterbacks, whether whether either one of these guys could win a playoff game. Of course they could. You know, of course they could win a playoff game. Brock Osweiler won a playoff game, Ron. Brock Osweiler. Rex Grossman. Games out of the past. And then I'm sure we don't remember this game, but you remember the one Tim Tebow won, Bob? He won a playoff <laughs> game too. Yeah, yeah, we remember one that. game, ten passes. That's all. Ten completions. All we needed. Mike Tomzak won a couple. I think Mike Tomzak had two touchdowns and nine interceptions in the postseason, but he did win a couple playoff games. David Woodley, you know, of course they could. Mark Sanchez, yes, yes, they could win a playoff game. The question is, can you have a sustained window of real championship contention open? It's not even can you win a Super Bowl, Ron, in my opinion. That that could happen in a given year. Nick Foles won, right? Jeff Hostetler won. Those guys were both backups who won. The, the real question for me is do you have a quarterback who can consistently give you an open window of championship contention? And anybody who thinks that Kenny Pickett is that guy at this point, what the hell are you looking at? is what I would say. Or Mason, for that matter. Yes. So, Mike Tomlin's made it clear that Kenny comes in. So, they're going to have to, no matter what, even if Mason returns, they need somebody else on that roster. Mm-hmm. 
What do you suggest they do? What do I suggest they yeah, do? I, I mean, suggest you're, you're, they draft someone really highly. Oh, so, or, so you're not looking at another free agent signing, someone else who can come in. Or or go out and get a real quarterback. Having said that, I, I am I, I I have to say I'm curious to see Pick in a different system. So maybe I would maybe I would hold off on that for a year. Maybe just the obvious play here is get the right coordinator. And as Tomlin said, it's a huge year for Pickett. Huge year. And let's see what happens. It's it's unfortunate that they're going to have to, you know, run this audition with their defensive stars getting yet another year older. But that looks like the position yeah. they put themselves All right. in. Okay, here's this question then. Because they believe that Kenny Pickett is facing a huge season. Emphasis on huge. Emphasis on huge, which tells me they're not even certain, right? Would huge. you draft a quarterback <laughs> if one is available when they pick? Somebody who they have high marks for who could be a starter potentially down the road. He is available to you, but you don't need him right now, maybe. Would you do it? Yes. Or would you ignore that because you have other needs? I would pick that guy if, again, you said if they have high marks for him. Well, I'm just saying now because. they had first-round grade, they said, on Mason, and he never played. But there are a number of quarterbacks available in this draft who could be in, in, in range for you. Joe, what would you do? Probably take the quarterback. I but, would. But I'd also be thinking strongly about if this is an audition year for him, let's make the team as strong as possible. It feels like we're seeing more and more where younger players are contributors in the NFL. I don't know if there's oh this whole year was to back filled that up. All these rookies, Sam Laporta and Detroit, along with Gibbs, both two rookies come right in and are top. You could say either one should be rookie of the year, but it'll go to Stroud. Puka Nakua comes in. They're they're all over the place. Look at the Steelers. Look the at Steelers Green Bay. Like they went Green five Bay for has five. a couple of rookie wide receiver, Jalen yeah. Reed, right, um, and Wicks. Just boom, not even first round picks. It looks like the Steelers went five for five. Their first five picks look like they can play. Maybe even six if Corey Trice comes back, right? I'm not sold on Mount Washington. I thought he tailed off badly. I think he's a pretty good block. Like here. he's a usable player, but yeah, yeah I expected more. Maybe they need I, I, to use him. He showed me more. something for a while and it yeah. really tailed off. But I mean, Broderick Jones looks like the real deal. Joey Porter Jr., they love. Uh, Benton, Benton, right? And I mean, Herbig has a shot. But, but you know, we've loved Demarvin Leal. We've loved Isaiah Loudermilk. And they're both, and they're both now. They, you know, yeah, but they were never like these guys. Demarvin, Demar Leal. when was when Demarvin Leal was play? a but but the, the expectation of him as a third I know, round but we pick? actually saw on the field. Benton looks like Benton the real Porter, deal. Benton Porter Jones. No, I'm talking about on defensive line. I think I think Leal had a decent rookie season that made people think he was going to be. I'm just saying that as a cautionary tale. No, that tale. looks like an area yeah. of weakness to no, me. I hear Cam that. getting older, Ogunjobi. I mean, Ogunjobi know, looks like he has a chance to We be said good. that was a bad signing the day it was made, yeah, Ogunjobi. Just, you see him, you know, infrequently. He makes a big play here and there, but he's, I don't know, nothing beyond that. He's not that. a steady performer. He's not. Every once in a while, he'll make a flash play. All right, let's go to the lines, Nelly, shall we? We have a Bob Pompiani showdown at the top of the hour. Bob and Ron, do you like sushi, Ron? No, I do not. I Bob. love sushi, but I'm not going to eat it because it's yours, and I know you're hungry. Well, I didn't, I didn't think he was going to offer you. I, I was actually going to offer you. I just thought piece. he was asking you if he liked it. Do you know who made the the uh, butternut squash in the middle I'm of the plate, I'm guessing you probably. I did, yeah, with honey and, and Are you quite pepper. the chef? Are you a little better than you, you let on? After that blood pressure reading and my weight from last, I weigh as much as Alex Highsmith, for God's sakes, and he's all muscle, <laughs> and I'm all fat. You're all squish. And all what is sudden, your uh, BPI? Not good. Mine's not either. 
Squish. Bigger, my BPI is bigger than Mulsey's cranium. <laughs> I need to I need to make changes. I already have. I've dropped five pounds in a week, and I'm I'm eating. I was drinking soda pop. That's the worst you can do. Numbing myself when I got home from the show, recovering from our time together, Ron. I would sit in a big brown <laughs> well, I thought reclining you'd get a big chair, jug of brandy or something after well, you know, four hours. If I drank, I would, and I would have a big pile of salt and a coke. What What am I doing? Yeah. I almost lost it all, Bob. And I would sit out here and eat eat candy it's the whole temptation. day. It's called temptation. Now, what are you going to do? The other part, the exercise part. A little bit of that I've already done. I went okay. and did a workout the other day with my daughter. She yeah, was in the weight room. She showed me how to do stuff. I almost died, but I had fun. <laughs> you know, just walking on a golf course is just great walking. health for you. It is. It's great. And I've already you lost ride some that weight. Cart. Yeah, but when you shoot the ball like I do, you wind it's up chasing balls over. all over. You have to pull over and go in the woods. All right, Nelly. I'm sorry for that little Oh, no, it's fine. Diversion. It's been 23 days since I've had a soda, so I'm... In the same boat as you, I needed to cut that out. Do anyway. you drink soda, Bob? No. You call it pop? I call it pop. Yeah. You too, Ron? One can of diet pop a day. I got a diet Dr. Pepper today. What's the all-time greatest pop? Wild Star cherry Joel. Pepsi. Cream soda for me. What, Nelly? Wild cherry Pepsi. <laughs> what do you think? Ron likes diet Dr. Pepper. I like diet Dr. Pepper. What did you say, Bob? What was Star Joel? You said the greatest pop of all. Uh-huh. Uh, sorry. Star Joel. Soda pop, Bob? Pick one. Um, I'm a, I'm Pepsi or whatever. I, I don't drink a lot of it. If I do, it's only mixed with a drink, you know, in a, as like seven and seven, you know, right. that kind of yes. thing. But I'm not, I don't search it, nor do I want it. So I stay away from it largely. I have my other vices I have to correct. You didn't hear Such what as? I said about the greatest pop of all time? Stargell. I thought he said that. No, I said that. Oh, then no, he copied you. you. What's going Charlie. on here? What is he saying? What happened? You, I said it. Oh, I didn't hear you. I thought you I was original. You tuned me out is well, what you did. I so he copied to. you. Yes. I didn't realize Charlie, I did that. I apologize. <laughs> Mr. Pompiani did say it first. Okay. And I like the respect factor of the Mr. Pompiani. It's not necessary. But you said about it better, tuning, though. tuning you out is absolutely true. <laughs> you did say it better, Ron. I thought you said it better. And I'd like to give you credit for that. And Bob, I'll give credit for being the first person in town to say that the Steelers should sh- sign Mitch Trubisky way back when. No, that's wrong. That's wrong. You absolutely were. That is wrong. You did it first. I jumped aboard the Trubisky train. All right. It's the 50 mark, which means South Hills, Chrysler, Dodge, Jeep, Fiat 50-minute mark on the fan brought to you by South Hills, Chrysler, Jeep, Dodge, Route 19, Peters Township, celebrating 50 years in the South Hills, Shenderovich, Shenderovich, and Fishman. Uh, that's for Bob. Why pay 25%? Uh, why pay 40% when you can pay 25%? Call 888-98-TWINS. Nelly? We call it soda in New Jersey, and that's where we're going to go. Brian and Howell, New Jersey. Go ahead, Brian. Hey, guys. How are you? Good. What's I, up? Uh, I, I think a little differently um, with uh, – Tomlin's tied to Kenny Pickett. I think Tomlin is not sold on Kenny Pickett at all. I know what he said in the press conference. I think a lot of what he said he had to say. I think that, to be honest with you, maybe this is just me being optimistic uh, in 2024. I just think Canada had such heavy influence over Mike Tomlin's thoughts on how to run an offense. And I think Canada really sold Tomlin on the need for a mobile, versatile quarterback. And I think that's what eventually prompted him to go out and sign Trubinsky uh, and draft Pickett. Um, I, and I think that, you know, 
before Canada got uh, fired, um, there was discussions in-house that they were looking at possibly benching Pickett. So that tells me right there that Tomlin is not totally sold on Pickett. Uh, I think that Mason coming in, I think the last four games, I think he proved that in that vanilla pedestrian offense <laughs> that you could be successful and put up points if you stay in the pocket and give your playmakers a chance to make plays. Um, well, I, I don't know. And, and, try- yeah. and thank you for your call. I, I don't know how he could be sold on Pickett after what he's seen so far. But the mobility factor, if you remember Ben's last year, how many times did Tomlin say we need a mobile quarterback? Got to have a mobile quarterback to adjust. And that ain't Mason. That ain't Mason. He's you, not you, a mobile you need, quarterback. What you need is both. You need someone who I think first and foremost – has pocket awareness and can step up and let plays develop, but I you like also Mason need a someone. Lot more than Pickett, that one. Yeah, and but you also need someone who can extend the play, and that's all I would expect from my quarterback. I don't expect him to be Lamar Jackson. Nobody will be Lamar Jackson, uh, even Josh Allen. But what I would expect is someone who can do a lot. What C.J. Stroud tends to do, you know, when he when he's in, he can figure out how to smartly get out of traffic to create an opportunity down the field. That's all. Stand in there. <clears throat> and and deliver the ball in a system that's designed to score points. That's Jared Goff. Right, same thing with him. He's not mobile at all. Li- yeah, right. If you have to move around a little bit in the pocket. Just a little bit. To create some time, right. good. Then, you know. But I, think- I was about to say it's not that hard. It is hard. But it's a lot easier when you're doing it with, with a coordinator and within a system where the guy knows what he's doing, for God's sakes. You know? Mm-hmm. And they doubled down and tripled down on Matt Canada. Yeah. Man, what do you a- think he's doing right now? Where is he? Is he on a beach somewhere? Has he got to own a place? I'd, I'd love. Wouldn't you love to talk to him now? Yes. Wouldn't that be a great story? I don't think that's going to happen anytime soon, I don't though. Think he's so kind either. of deflected it all and doesn't want to do it. Eventually, maybe. Where's he got? I don't know. Where will he emerge? Will he? I don't think in the NFL. College, I think probably. in college, yeah. he'll get an opportunity somewhere. Maybe quarterbacks coach. I don't know that he's going to be a coordinator again. That's a tough sell to any college unless it's a real small college job. I mean, when you think about it, what happened was crazy. The second he he stepped foot out of here, Kenny had the best game of his career, and they they broke 400 and, yards. And that may be what Mike Tomlin is is looking at and saying, you know what, if he had been healthy, I wonder what this would have looked like with him in there. Never got that chance, just one game. Basically. One and a half. One yeah. and a half. Then he get in there. You know what I'm saying, though. Yeah, I mean, yeah. they, they could have had a better idea of what, but they didn't. So they're back to where they are, which is not sure. Percent chance that Mason's back here, Bob? I would honestly say it's 50-50 at this point. I think I think he wants to be here if it's the right conditions. and The, the price shouldn't be a problem. The money should be the money. It's it's going to be backup money. Nobody can guarantee starter money. It's gonna what be was Mitch making? Like eight then it should be that. Yeah, he could take over for that. I think 50-52. Is anybody in the league, Ron, going to pay him more than $8 million? I don't think so. But, I mean, again, does he feel like Tomlin's honest if he says you'll get a fair shot here? I don't know that he's going to believe that. Isn't that life in the NFL, though? I mean, yeah, look around no the No guarantees league. for anybody, right? So you go and pick a team. Pick a team. Your Dallas's backup quarterback. Are they going to be – first of all, you have no chance to play – unless there's an injury, and that's the case at about 20 other stops. So if he really wants to play, then there's about there's going to be about 10 teams 
that are even potential Mason Rudolph landing spots, right? Yes. If he wants to play, if he actually wants to compete and be a starter, there's probably 10 spots in the whole league. Yeah, I don't And I this think is I, one of them. I think ideally this is going to end up being the best opportunity for him. Period. However you want to describe opportunity, which includes all things possible. He, I don't think you can get that in, in most other places. You notice the one thing I notice, and I, I don't know if you agree, the players seem to believe in Mason, and they seem to have rallied around Mason. Yes. More so than I saw with Pickett. Yeah. And I'm not just talking about the two wide receivers coming out in Mason's corner. It seemed like he, the other players, to me, seemed a lot more confident in him than they did in Pickett. You agree with that, Bob? I honestly didn't hear what you said. This is unbelievable. He tunes me out. And I didn't pick on Bob there. Yes, you did. No, I didn't. (laughs) He just said a very incendiary thing. You gave me a glance. You saw what was going on. Let's not deflect from the issue at hand. No, instead of answering the question. how can you blame somebody else for your own I saw. You had that evil look on your face. (laughs) I didn't. You did. You saw me on the phone. I was trying to do something. What are you trying to do? Pay your mortgage? What's going on here? (laughs) Tell I, if you, I know if how you, you work, If you're Starkey. honest with what I, you were doing there, we can let you I off the hook. can't let you know that, no. <laughs> Ron, what did you just say? I, I just said the other players seemed to believe in Mason more and they rallied did. around him. That was my Because sense. they were getting more activity. And I'm not just talking about the wide receivers. The whole team seemed to believe in Mason. I don't know. From my feel. It, it still seems awfully curious to me that a healthy number one who's been cleared to play isn't even your number three. That that whole situation seems still murky to me and very strange. Well, but that's one. Two, um, you're right. God, look at George Pickens. Look at Deontay. They both flourished with Mason. Right? You both did, yeah. They both had more activity, more bigger plays in the down the field. He wasn't afraid to get it there, even though he was getting hit in the pocket to do it. I think players like that that you're willing to stand in there and give them a chance. Imagine George Pickens, by the way, uh, and I know he did quit in a game, and I wonder about him sometimes, but imagine him with that talent and production, really. I mean, he led the NFL in yards per catch, led the NFL at 1,100 yards and five touchdowns with a star quarterback in a great system. Imagine him with Mahomes. Hmm. <laughs> Or any of those guys who can get it down the field like that. Or any of those guys playing in the championship games this weekend. By the way, Mahomes, let me check on this Deontay. By the way, can I give it, just since you mentioned wide receivers, and we never really talk about him, but Mike Evans is unbelievable. Every year he is the most consistent. He's going to be a free agent, as is Baker Mayfield. How about the catch he made inside the two oh, yards? It was ter- Mike, Evans. Mike Evans. Oh, so as good. good as it comes. Every year he just, and he's but a free he agent. Dropped a couple oh my God, too. I forgot to ask about Baker. When the, when the Steelers too. signed Trubisky, we were talking Baker Mayfield. And I don't remember what you said. Probably I said love I Baker. Interested. I said I was. I love Baker. They should have made a statue for Cleveland Baker Cleveland. Cleveland should have loved Should Baker. have made a statue they for him. They would have been in a much better position than they are right now. They went through a trillion quarterbacks, all of them, well, 95% of them horrendous. They hadn't won a playoff game ever. This guy walks in and wins a playoff game, beats the Steelers. He's still young. And he's hurt. And they threw him out with the trash. Yeah. In a year where he had a rib injury. They could have built around him, and I don't think he's great, elite, or anything, but I think you could win with Baker if you had the right team. Well, I thought he looked good yesterday. That last interception, obviously, 
I thought he looked. Should really the Steelers good. have signed him? I think so. Yeah, you still yeah. could. He's a free agent now. Well, now a lot of things have changed. I think he's going to want to go back to Tampa. That seems to be the feeling. I think if you signed him then, I think people in this town would love him. He would have had a pretty good defense and a running game to go along with him. How about Cleveland? If Cleveland had kept him. No. To Accusure. No. They would not have $234 million guaranteed going to a guy who may never. Exactly. And they would have still had a lot of draft picks that they could have utilized, and now they don't have any of it. Right. I think he's pretty good. He's good enough for me, little Baker. What did he finish with this year? 20? 28 interceptions. Yeah. Pretty good year. Not a bad year, right? 4,000 yards. What was his pass? 94-6 passer rating. And I thought he had a bad throw yesterday at the end, but he was good. I thought he was good. He was good. And he was really but he was left in a week. tough position there. They, you know, they, they had no timeouts. I don't think he had to go 90 yards. He's trying to make something happen. The Buccaneers had one timeout left. One timeout? Okay. And they didn't call it. Even oh, that was at the chance, end. Yeah, during the timeout left, they could have gotten the ball back. They could have. Nah, I, I understand what Todd well, Bowles did there. You want to keep that last timeout, right? No, but, but at the end, when they it. went into victory formation, oh, they well, took that. a knee, and they still would have had time if they had taken a timeout there. Forced out them there. to punt. Right, really? forced them to punt. That would have been, a, I think, a forty-eight-yard field goal. Right. Well, you still have options to block it. You could have done a lot of things there, and I'm surprised that he didn't. His explanation was. You're stretching it. You know, we're, we're, nothing was going to happen. He still had one timeout. He could have called it. That loss yesterday was not on Baker. It was on Todd Bowles, in my opinion, anyway. For what? He didn't go for it on fourth down in the second quarter in his own zone. When you're in a playoff game in a a situation, in an environment like that in Detroit, you have to go for it on fourth down. He, How about Nelly jumping in here, Ron? Well, I'm a Bucks fan, so. I know. I thought Todd Bowles did a hell of a job this year with that team. You didn't? I think they could have been better than what they were. He's one of those coaches that it's, he's a great coordinator, but he's not that good of a head coach. Those are harsh words from our friend Nelly. Ron. They were 9-8. and eight. What do you think? Steelers had a better record. They won a division because the division stinks. Yeah, but he won a playoff game. Yes, he did. Weren't they four and seven at one point? Yeah, they were. I tell you what, that's they turned it around. Well, Baker Mayfield was the biggest reason they did that. They turned it around because he got hot, and the connection with him and uh, God um, Godfrey was also very good. Or Godwin, I'm sorry. Uh, those two receivers, you know, Mike Evans. I can't say enough about. It. I love that guy, and he's going to get a somewhere. He's going to get an opportunity. Fan Hotline presented by Sullivan Super Service, Pittsburgh's trusted plumbing and HVAC provider for over 50 years. Sun Chevy Weather 2024 starts with great incentives. Trailblazer, Blazer, Equinox, Silverado, high at 35, mostly cloudy. Bob Pompiani Showdown next. We're going to have some penguin talk and some other treats from the man they call Pomp. Why? Why? If you Why? have T-Mobile 5G home internet, you might be hearing this Why? a lot. Why? Every time your internet slows down during the busiest hours. Why? Why? Because your network gives priority to cell phone users. Why? Why? Good question. Why not switch to Cox Internet with two times faster download speeds than T-Mobile 5G home internet during peak hours? Okay. Stop the whys and visit cox.com slash 5G home for details. T-Mobile prioritizes certain T-Mobile phone users over home internet users during times of congestion. 
Celebrate and save at Ashley's anniversary sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details.